Is your breakfast putting you back to sleep? Wake up to a tasty breakfast bagel at McDonald's. Try a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel, savory steak, egg, and cheese bagel, or a mouth-watering sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. Add any size premium roast hot coffee for just 99 cents. Deal available only on the McDonald's mobile app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. We're on. Just, just, I, just, just, I don't, I, I, want to alert you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, too much fun and enjoying my conversation off air too much. And I have to remember, Louie, it's a live show. You need to get back on air. Hot mic. Yeah, yeah. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Introduce yourself. My name is Ron Cabuno and a uh, longtime Mahoning Valley resident and currently the host of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. A little bit more about yourself. So I uh, grew up in uh, Cornersburg and then matriculated over to Canfield. Then a little bit of Ohio State mixed in there with a little bit there of California go. afterwards. Bring it all back home to the, to the valley, you know, probably seven, eight years after, uh, after leaving. Been here ever since, and now I'm a proud family man and just a hard-working regular dude. What brought you back? Well, family brought me back, family and then man. family kept me here. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my grandpa passed away, and lucky enough, I was already living with them at the time because it was just going to be a temporary thing. Then I got to take care of my grandmother and, and live with her for, like, five years, and that was, like, one of the best blessings of my entire life. That's a beautiful way of saying it. Oh, it was because wonderful. Again, yeah. No, because there was no... I mean, sure, it, it gets hectic and whatever, and but, hey, uh, this is about cohabitation, and it's about... Um, Paying respect and yeah. just loving and caring and getting to have all these moments that no one else in my family really got to have. Where do you think that comes from in you? That, that care for my you family. Know, some people would say. Oh, I, some people would yeah. say. Oh, I gotta take care. You know. I mean, no, I, love, I love grandma, but so half, you know, I'm half, a young Greek, guy. half Italian. Oh yeah. 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 yeah the uh, the maiden name was Panagopoulos, and um, you know, Kabuno isn't even really the real name. It was Capuano in the old country. And uh, they changed it at Ellis Island. So whenever I try to look up some long-distant relatives, it stops really quickly in the chain of command there, like just a couple generations ago. So, but, you know, the you got grew up on the Greek side of town, or uh, on the Greek side of the family, and we were just thick as thieves. That's a great food, right? Oh, fantastic. And, and you didn't have a party with less than 40 people, yeah. and, and subsequently 40 dishes. Favorite foods? Favorite foods are musaka, musaka, yeah, and uh, tomadas and uh, oh, spanakopita, pastizo, you, right. you name it. Yeah. yeah, and the desserts. Oh, of course. Get me started. Of on course, that yeah. that honey can go pretty much on anything. Yeah, that's siropi. Yeah, yeah, it's great though, right? It is wonderful. Um, you know, in the Greek community, the church community that um, they all seem to have in common is uh, is really wonderful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Do you know the Do you, do you know much Greek? Don't. Do you, I do don't. you know the word Avreo? Okay, it's a Jew. I mean, Jew. Okay. And uh, I always knew my father-in-law is Greek, and I always knew. It's like I know you t- don't don't talk about me. You know, you talk uh-huh. to somebody. I hear yeah. Avreo. It's like oh, oh, wait, oh, you're the talking ears about perk me. Yeah. up real quick. Yeah, I say right. you're talking about me. You're talking about me. I didn't a couple of unmentionable, uh, yeah, words in Greek, but you always sure, hear sure, it yeah. hanging around the old timers. Yeah. yeah. Not, what wonderful community, though. Fantastic. Um, did you know Harry Michelle at all? I did point? not, but my family yeah, were really course, good friends yeah. with him. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he. Yeah, I was. And then you see that this this guy has uh, 
his name on things around here. Yeah. It's like, wow. So so a man just that, that stands before you can do such wonderful things. It's great. Harry and I had a, a an interesting um, interesting introduction, if you will. He had, yeah, I was at lunch with a friend, and he came up. This was many, many years ago. I can't believe I'm telling this story on air, but he 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 had he came up to me and he was like really angry, and people had said that I was berating his Greek ethnicity on air, which was wasn't true. Yeah, it's like Senator, my wife's. I mean, are you you think I you know? Okay, if somebody heard me in a private conversation, not that I would do that. Sure, really on publicly. And yeah. I remember taking the tapes of the show. This was way back. This was way back. Taking and waiting for him in his office to give him copies of the tapes. I said, you, l- please listen to listen to it right. and tell me where. And tell me where. Because you know you would have heard about it at home first. Oh. Heard about it. Exactly. Yes. At the very least. Yeah, at the very least. Right? Yeah. At the very least. But we ended up having a, a wonderful, Harry and I developed a wonderful relationship. There's nothing better than clear in the air. Right? You know, it's interesting, Ron, when you say that, because there's another, uh, uh, another. I can think of two situations where there was some conflict, and resolved the conflict, and the friendship now is stronger and better than ever. And it turns out that it's really beautiful. just a it's beautiful, just common dialogue can do that. Yeah. And sitting in front of somebody, even if you might really have some strong feelings about them. If you share a room and a seat with them and, and maybe a cup, more than just a couple sentences, you're going to find some common ground. You're at least going to hear something in one thing that they had to say that you're like, that could have came from me. Or I know somebody who feels that way and I really like that person or whatever. The commonalities are, are always greater than we think. So, again, but, they, but listening seems to be something that uh, actual, I, I call it act active listening or proactive listening or I had a guest called empathetic listening which I, I thought was a beautiful way sure. of, of saying it empathy I, in general is huge yeah yeah yet too often and I don't like and I've said this a million times on the air I don't like when people say the kids these days mm-hmm. kids being you sure you know young, young and I people. say the same thing about these youngsters yeah but, but again I didn't like it when I was a kid uh-huh. 50 years ago I don't like it now, when I hear it, because it's just it's it's too it's a generalization. It is. And uh, God, who is it that said to generalize is to be an idiot? I, I've got to look up that part. <laughs> I, you know, as best as I can remember, to generalize is to be an idiot. But the, again, there's a lot of people that listen. It's too too often, too many in the media play up and hype. And I don't care what side: MSNBC, CNN, Fox, Newsmax, whatever. Yeah. Portray a different view of the world than what my experience is. Sure. We don't have to get into the non-coverage on Fox News recently. <laughs> the non-coverage. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we can talk about that later. Well, I, no, I just mean I, just the fact that you listen and you care. Sure. Obviously. And, and, and I, you've talked about that with friendships. And that's that's a lot of wisdom for a young man. One of my main things is, uh, well, just a, a trope right now is the death of nuance, Right. Um, because if you feel like you've already got it all figured out, then you're really not having an open ear to what someone might consider to be someone from the other side. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because it, you know you're going to... Uh, well, I don't... I, I can't even say that right now, because there are so many people who spout so much nonsense that there might actually be some people not worth listening to. Yes, yes, uh, of course. Unfortunately. But again, again, for... But 
it's it's portrayed differently in the media sure. than what my personal experience is. People, there are people listen. Most of my uh, my experiences out in the world are positive ones. They're they're getting along. You know, they're non political interactions that, that I have. And right. What happened to having different political views and not? Twenty sixteen. I reference this a lot on the show. Unfriend me if you voted for Trump. Unfriend me if you voted for Clinton. Unfriend you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, or does that mean like literally written off? You know, it's yeah. like you know. Well, and that happens a lot. You know, if if you're getting along with somebody famously, and then something of a political nature comes up, and that like puts a turd in the punch bowl, yeah. then you have to wonder uh, how open were they the whole time, and um, why does this one thing then turn me into you know a monster or yeah. whatever yeah just someone who's bad though yeah. It's, it, yeah and and i i i i uh something else i reference a lot i uh, the old twilight zone the there's a, a an old i don't know if you're familiar with the old black and white fantastic okay yeah the um monsters are due on maple street if you're not familiar with it, you gotta go okay it's a group of neighbors they're getting along, they're, and, and things happen. I don't want to do the spoiler. Things happen where they turn against each other. I mean, these people that were neighbors and friends for, I don't know, you know, they don't go back and say how long, all of a sudden turn on each other, and, and it was manipulated, as you, you see. I am doing the spoiler. It is manipulated. I am going to do the spoiler. It's yep. aliens on the hill that turn, are turning certain people's lights off and on, making certain people's cars start, others won't, you know, etc. And uh, um, at the end, I mean, it's really powerful. I think about that in reference to today. Yeah, so these outside provocateurs are uh, lighting fires under other folks that uh, might not have even been there. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. But there could have, hey, back then there could have just been some kind of like communist hidden message in there. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. When you want, you check it out if if you, I'm sure it's on. It's usually veiled very thinly so that everyone gets it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. And then the, the, the Rod Serling statement at the end is, is, is powerful. That guy's awesome. You see that, you see that too often mm-hmm. today with yeah. people just, just because of... Something else I've said a million times on the show is, is you know, you'd go into a bar years ago and you'd hear two guys scream at each other, swear at each other, you, I can't, you know, where if you, walk, if you and I walked in and say, you know, we better grab a bouncer because one of these guys is going to slug the other one. Five minutes later, it's like, hey, I picked up the tab. You're picking me up for work in the morning. We're going out with the... I yeah. know people don't like this. Little ladies this weekend, are we going... You know, it's like you, you had, again, not, well, that's not a good conversation, swearing and screaming. It is, though, but let me bring it back to uh, my two-and-a-half-year-old, okay? Hey, please. So uh, she loves the Peppa Pig. And before she was born, Pig. I thought I love Peppa Pig. just the thought of it, I was like, "What? You got him listening to this pretentious British stuff or whatever it is?" Turns out it is like really well done, yeah. and there's a lot of messages in there. And uh, I'm a fan because you know if you if the parents can watch along with the kid and not be completely disgusted and want to leave the room or whatever, it's a plus. But I like, like Peppa, I like how they all fall down laughing. Yeah, and they start laughing. so Granddad Dog and uh, <laughs> Peppa's grand grandfather they fight and they insult each other and say your boat's gonna sink and all this stuff. And then the narrator comes on and said, and they are best of friends. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> right? like that's how the old folks kind of air it out because they the. Um, the pleasantries are implied, yeah. right? Because if you have a long-standing relationship with somebody, and let's say you walked into the bar and you saw that screaming and yelling, and you said, "What's with these two? The barkeep?" Then yeah. they would be like, "Ah, these guys have been those guys. Since, yeah. since World War II. Those, they were on the same ship together." Are yeah. yeah, you just jumped in way late on that conversation. Yeah. That's yeah. all. It's, and it's interesting. Yeah. And I don't know how 
goes down today. You know, people are so quick to, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking about exclusively young people. No, but what I love is that I really can have discourse with just about anybody, and I love to find commonalities, and I really love to uh, reverse engineer a conversation. So you start with an end result or a goal that you both could probably see as being beneficial, and then you say, well, how did we get there, and, and, and you know, what are the yeah. pros and cons on the ways to get there? Yeah, and it can be very different paths. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's where the that's where the discourse really you know comes in. It's like, well, I thought you said that you wanted to have uh, good education for all of our kids. Well, maybe that does you know have to increase taxes on the middle class uh, half a percent. I don't know. Just for example, right? Yeah. It's like, well, here, what's a what's a common sense way to get this done? I don't know, but maybe this, maybe this. Tell me what you think is off the table. And I'll- so you get there again. Tell me what you think. That's what is missing in too many. Sure. Conversations. I want to tell you what I think, and you can you can hear it. You can hear it, or see it, in in the media, where someone is just eager to get their point in without listening to the other. I I've said this maybe too often, but I still love in my 69th year. I still love. Wow, I never thought about it like that. I'd love to have my mind blown, if you mm-hmm. will, and just like, wow, that's really. I didn't think about it from that perspective. I yeah. didn't, you know. Advancing the, the, what's expanding the perspective. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about the podcast. Podcast is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. How'd I, you get into, oh. Well, so I did one, it was called Born to be Mild, and I did it um, during the final year, run up to the, uh, the election. And, um. It was really cool, but it was it was really national politics because I felt so strongly about what was going on and the choice that was you know in front of us. And once that thing ended, I was like, I'm exhausted. Uh, and it was only <laughs> weekly, but it was long form, and it was over an hour or whatever. But I tried to make sure it was filled with as much facts as possible. And I didn't go to school to be a reporter or a journalist, so learning a lot of that stuff on the fly and trying to keep a certain level of uh, integrity in terms of the uh, information that I was presenting, I felt strongly about that. Um, but then when that ended, I was okay with it because I did it with a partner. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to do this thing on my own, but I want it to be a little more Valley-centric. So that's why we call it the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. It's not the Youngstown Podcast. It's, uh, you know, I try to figure out what everyone in the region hopefully has on their mind for the day and uh, just give them a little snippet. So I'll start with something that happened locally in the news. Then we'll, yeah. you know, obviously talk about maybe a couple national things. I got to get the brownies in there. And uh, maybe whatever kind of food that I ate recently, you know, a pizza <laughs> review. Because all of these things sometimes hold equal weight in somebody's mind, and they can all be of equal entertainment value. How are the, you know, again, forgive my, my I have one piece of sports memorabilia made by uh, TCTC, the, the GoPro. How are, the, how are they doing? I, well, I know nothing about you know, professional uh, they, sports they always really try to browns it up whenever they can which, which means, means they're just burying themselves or shooting themselves <laughs> in the foot they had a huge lead last last week against the hated ravens who obviously used to be the browns so a nemesis and we almost let them right back into it just keep you on the edge of your seats they're always the cardiac kids except when they're completely um letting you down but you never give up on them and that's and they, they lost no, they won. They won. They they won. won. Yeah, so like everyone in their division is pretty much like tied. Even old Ben Roethlisberger's still in in the hunt, and um, it's a war of attrition in that league. And we're gonna see who comes out on top. And it, it, it's tough because 
we got this quarterback who uh, everyone really wanted to love. He's just not quite living up to the hype, but you got to stick with your guy because there's really no better option. So everyone else <laughs> on the team has to like hold so hold their weight even more. Um, it's it's always a fun ride, and yeah. uh, you know, probably the past five ten years, my interest in sports in general has waned. Just because uh, it's a time commitment and there's so much other things going on in life, uh, but I always make time for the Browns. I, I And I graduated from Ohio State, and I was completely and fully indoctrinated once I got there and became a total Buckeye fan for life, you know, after that. I didn't really grow up with the Buckeyes as a, in the house. Um, but now? But now, sure. And, and, and I still... And how are they doing? Well, they you can tell my ignorance. My it's all right. So they are in the Rose Bowl this year, which is unfortunately a consolation prize these days oh okay. um what they do is they have a rotating group of bowls that are consult or comprise the um playoff process and uh some bowls get left out every year and uh they just lost a game to michigan that was uh they got dominated and it was the first win in a very long time for michigan so well, that's know, a big rivalry right? that's off that's to them like, yeah. yeah yeah they were actually See, really like, yeah, you know again when, when the super bowl's on i watch uh, the puppy bowl on, on right plan i just don't you unfortunately know. in in college you can't you pretty much can't lose and the, or your your season's ruined and uh, not only that wow. uh, ohio state fans have such high expectations they Luckily, so many of them are Browns fans as well, who have tempered expectations and realistic <laughs> expectations. Whereas, you know, the Buckeye fans, they're like, well, if we're not perfect, then we're crap. And that's totally not the case. But, uh, you know, of course, they, we travel well, so we'll fill the stands at the Rose Bowl, but there will be a lot of surly people still, still. wishing they were somewhere else. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. See, again, I, I learned many, many years ago, a walk into a bar, not being a sports guy. I'm not anti. I just it's not my thing. Heard. That's all. Then yeah. so walk in and, and I learned the magic lines of what to say. So how about the, how about the how about those Browns? <laughs> how about those Steelers? And then you'll hear everything. Oh, those da, 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 da. or yeah, we were, yeah. It's like you know, it's all you had to say. Just unlock. And, and I I learned very quickly where it's at. You can learn real quick, absolutely, if you just want to. So all you have to say is, how about those? Into a, <laughs> how about those? In, how about the, oh, that's not the Cleveland Indians anymore. It's the Guardians. The Guardians. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's a horrible name. <laughs> I think it. But was for, there a roller for, derby? Didn't I, did I read correct. something about the A women's a, roller derby that, team. They, they sued? Or didn't they, they sue? They did, and they settled. <laughs> um, but from what I understand, they did not get paid nearly enough as what they should have, because they deserved that name, and they were there first, yeah. and they're in the region. But. Um, the the Indians used to be the Spiders, and this is a hundred and whatever ten years ago. Such a cool name, and to think that they chose um, a name that is based after a bridge in the town, because there's these big statues that the the guardians of whatever, the guardians of the highway. It was so moronic, and they didn't even have a commercial tie-in with like Guardians of the Galaxy or anything where they could really bring it home. It it was very disheartening, but I am I am okay with the renaming part of it. Like Indians is um, I mean, first of all, like the, I don't know what comedian said it, but like Columbus comes over here and says, "Hey, I'm in India. You're I mean, Indians." Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we're not. 
You're like, yeah, you're Indians. <laughs> like, no, I promise. Like, and he, you just keep calling us that, dude. This isn't India, and it per- persists for so long that at some point you do have to rectify. Yeah. And these are the days of rectifying when you can, but these are also the days of everyone getting up in arms because it's all happening at once. Yeah. So it feels like the rug's getting pulled out from under them. So that's why you have all the backlash. Um, Redskins, terrible name. We can probably all agree on that. Um, but like things like, um, you know, the Florida State Seminoles, if you have an agreement with the tribe itself and you feel like you're doing it in a respectful manner and they do yeah. too, sometimes they get to say, yeah, but like the red men of uh, Miami university or whatever, that's, that, yeah. that's gotta go. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, I, a, I have a friend that that's a huge, was a huge Cleveland Indians fan, season tickets, went to the games, always wanted to talk to me about the game. And I, I was, I would try to be as interested as that's as tough I could there's a lot a of games yeah. well he would he would always want oh, no, no, this happened it's like oh Kevin yeah <laughs> that is a... the subject but he he, he won't he won't, wrote him off he's, now oh he's done yeah he's done no more season tickets no. it won't last no it won't Believe it's me. the next same year, thing next year he's going to he's going to want to go to the games yeah I, it's I, much I ado about nothing and yeah. people are just hurt because it's tradition or yeah. whatever it could be yeah. And same thing with uh, all the It'll people pass. who said they were going to write off the NFL when people were kneeling uh, in protest, in solidarity. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're all tuning back in nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And I will watch Puppy Bowl I, I, on Animal Planet. It's pretty suitable. Oh, God, I love Puppy Bowl. <laughs> yeah. And the, the half times have gotten worse and worse. And uh, I just, I'm not here for a Bon Jovi montage, so I will watch the Puppy Bowl instead. Well, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> By the way, attorney Meg Nossero, who's a wonderful author, uh, lives in Florida, says she loves uh, props to Peppa. She's yes. a Pig fan. She's a wonderful author, just a beautiful human being. I'll have to check her work out. Oh, she's, she's, I'm so, so glad that I, I met her through a publicist and, and she's a wonderful, she, yeah, she's, she's an incredible human being and Peppa. She's got like good taste in cartoons. You know, yeah. And you know, what's interesting for me is I don't have like a grandchild to say I watch Peppa. It's like I'm a SpongeBob, old SpongeBob, not the, the newer ones. <laughs> and people, oh, you, no, I'm, I don't have grandkids. Well, okay. So, for me, an escape from reality is SpongeBob. It's, yep. it's you know, since I can't find any acid or shrooms these days. Yeah, it's pretty as close. Much as I try it's to TV four. Well, come on, it's a sponge <laughs> that lives in a pineapple under the sea. I mean, come on, yeah. escape from reality. There it is. You didn't it's just think of that over a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not saying I, you know I'm not you know the creator. I don't know how. It came well, about. he's a wild dude. Yeah, but yeah. for me, it's like okay, I'll watch I'll watch a SpongeBob. There's a like, lot of uh, research actually going into mushrooms nowadays. I, oh, I'm, believe me, I'm aware. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I think that it's fantastic. Um, these are real-life tests that are being done. A lot of them have to do with PTSD and veterans and psilocybin yes. from yeah. the mushrooms. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I've i got a guest coming on, ooh, uh, I think tomorrow from Canada. Then they've got a, uh, a startup, and they're using their – they're taking – I remember when I first spoke with him, Ian McDonald, they're, they're taking the, the bad stuff, they're engineering LSD for PTSD and, yep. and, and depression. And, yeah. and they're ta- I said, what bad stuff? Ian, what, what was the bad stuff in acid? I don't remember any bad stuff in acid. Well, all right, first so all, I'm just personal experience. <laughs> let's say you take that kind of stuff and you get it into the lab, then uh, you can manipulate it that's to what, That's where, what they're doing, yeah, and I get it. I, I mean, well, it. think about, um, I guess, so your average Adderall pill 
is like only a couple molecules different than methamphetamine, meth, yeah. right? Yeah. But what they do is they add an antidepressant into yeah. it and all these other things that essentially make it a clear, easy sailing type of ride yeah. or whatever. No, and, I, I think it's wonderful. Yeah. I remember reading a book when I was in high school, and I can't, I'm just remembering this, LSD, the problem-solving psychedelic. I'm talking, now I'm, now I'm talking literally half a century ago. Yeah. You should look up the book. I should try to see if the Some book Tim Leary stuff. Well, this was about you know about using it and using it and, and why not? It's therapeutic. It it's, can be. It's bizarre how our how government works to well, but outlaw also, certain things and yes, yeah. I mean, well, it works. For, it yeah. stigmatizes. Yeah. So you have like things that are in that psychotropic and realm. People should look like me if they're taking it, and that's not necessarily the case. You got to wonder why the initial uh, marijuana tax acts or whatever were put into yeah. place and and you you find out those reasons and they weren't because it was a dangerous substance it was because they wanted to penalize oh, sure. certain groups. Yeah. That's and, right. And um, then that perpetuated throughout the years and so now you have to beat back against this really entrenched stigma. That's right. That um that doesn't belong and not only that, you know, in in terms of uh, marijuana that now you see so many people like finding the benefits of you're going to hopefully have the same thing go on with mushrooms and as long as it's controlled and it's um done you know and obviously aren't adults driving. only and aren't driving yeah you have, to be, <laughs> yeah you have to be careful <laughs> I don't these are drugs or whatever but i think a lot of people are finally starting to see that pharmaceuticals are not the answer um, that we thought they were 20 years ago, and that you should not be able to pop a pill to make everything good. A lot of things have to happen through lifestyle I, and well, hopefully I, naturally I as possible. I, when I look at the the numbers of people that are on antidepressants or, or some kind of psych, yeah, wh- whatever, whatever, oh, yeah. you know, Adderall, whatever. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not. It's it's great that they are available, but it's it's sad. It is, it's and sad. I've I've needed both, all of them. At one point in my life, I've had depression issues. I've definitely had anxiety issues, but I've actually found benefit from pharmaceuticals at one time or another. Yeah, yeah. So there's a time and a place, but there's also uh, an unfortunate reality that as doctor visits get quicker and quicker, you end up having to be your own advocate on everything. So you have to. uh, There shouldn't be drug ads where you're suggesting a solution to your doctor, right? Where you're like, "Well, I heard about this. Can we try this, doc?" No, you should be able to, you know, because of the ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's that's sad. It's sad. And uh, well, I call them kicker drugs. I don't know, you know, what, they, but that's like, well, if your antidepressant isn't working, well, we'll take add this on and add this on. And they all have. Uh, was it Paracelsius said, all drugs are poison dependent on the on the dose. You know, mm-hmm. you've got a. And these uh, cocktails, it's like, well, there's how many of them out there, and I have to. Uh, go on and off of them slowly for three weeks and whatever. It's yeah. like, I could be here for ten years before you find out which one's actually going to help me. And what's the underlying, you know, what are the under, are, are you yeah. dealing with could the underlying they, issues? Could or they be just fixed ignore, naturally yeah. or yeah. something else? Yeah. yeah, and a lot of it has to do with talk therapy. That I'm a big proponent As of that. As am I. I think everybody, you know, it's, it's, I think everyone should they deserve be afforded it. talk, regardless of how I'll do air quotes. Someone's going to say, "Good life is." Yep. You should be able to talk with someone, a pro- someone professional, someone that doesn't isn't involved. You know, it's great to talk with a friend. It's got to be a third party, yeah. yeah, that's able to 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 talk with you, right? You and know? have the right tools for you to understand what's going on, and also the right solutions. Um, 
it's so sad that it is an expense, and it's and it's one that's hardly ever covered by medical that's plans. The, again, that's that that's yeah, and it should it should be. But and we're talking about somebody, all these things that come from anxiety alone, all these debilitating conditions because you're living with chronic anxiety, and you can't go and treat the root cause, which is essentially being able to process your thoughts and feelings properly. And and we talk about wanting to have a, a healthy country. Yeah. Well, mental health is extremely, extremely Extreme, important. Yeah. The suicide rates and, and all this stuff, like, we're not putting money in the right places. Oh, I, Ron, I, I agree with you. You know, one of my favorite uh, films, and it's, it's dark uh, uh, initially, it's called The Jacket. I don't know if you ever saw it. I have and not. When I tell people, because when I first started to watch it, there's a guy, and briefly, there's a, a guy that was in the Iraq war that uh, gets uh, charged with a crime, and he's in a... Uh, uh, an institution for the criminally insane or whatever, and Chris Christofferson was an old musician, plays the uh, 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 sadistic psychiatrist whose idea is to drug these guys, put them in a straitjacket, and put them in a morgue drawer. Oh and, so, and I remember when I first started to watch it, I, I remember saying to Bud, I said, I, I don't want to watch it. I don't, I don't need to see. There's enough... Yep. That's I don't need to see. You don't need to take me down that walk. I, yeah, I don't need. I don't need to do that mm. in a film. Watch it for a little longer. It's one of the most incredible films that that I've ever seen. But there's a, a scene where the uh, one guy's talking with him, and he says, something, whose life is so perfect that you know?" And it's just we all have issues, and if we carry each other through them. And by the way, the guy he's he, the guy that plays the new. James, the newer James Bond. Yeah. Can't think of his name. Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. Yeah. Who I'm not fond of as James, you know, I'm an old no, guy, I'm not so I'm, I'm a traditionalist, yeah. whatever. Traditionalist, me. Uh-huh. But, you know, he is brilliant in this film. Sure. Absolutely brilliant in the film. And um, it's it's powerful. It's, it's powerful examining yeah. life. And, you know, just, uh, we all have something. Everybody has, that's why we should be kinder to each other. We all have something going on. People are so quick to judge and so quick, oh, I didn't like how that, they rang me up and they, she didn't smile at me or, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't have a mask on you, whatever. <laughs> but they, you know, <laughs> you, you, know you, don't, you don't know. Maybe there's financial issues. Maybe the dog died. Maybe there's a, a medical issue. in the family. You just don't know what's going on with each, with each other. Right, yeah. It's a little kinder, a little more, a little kinder. Absolutely. Right. Just, I mean, if we can just focus on how lucky we are to be where we're at, even though we might be in a bad situation for the day, for the week, for the last five years, if you're still breathing, uh, you're doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I am not a, uh, I'm not a proponent of, um, well, I, I don't, I don't really believe in an afterlife kind of thing. No. no. So. Uh, not not that's as all, we that's all right. but not as we probably understand it. I have to say that I'm agnostic because okay, that's, yeah. the best thing I can ever say is that I don't know. Yeah. And um, to think that I could possibly comprehend a quote unquote God that could have made all this at, even at, after a little spark or whatever is uh, very presumptuous of me. So to understand what an afterlife would possibly look like is also very presumptuous. So. Um, Try to keep that in perspective and understand. Like that's interesting. That's interesting because what what keeps me in the world is that faithful that that I'm going to see. Uh, not necessarily. This is going to sound some people, but uh, um, four-legged family members that have gone. Yeah. You know, no. You want to be able to connect me? Con- connects me. 
you know, it's and and I I, I get being agnostic because you I don't think know. if there is a continuation of anything or of, of some kind of energy, then uh, yeah, everything and everything will be together once again on the other side, if you will. And I understand being agnostic. I I do. Well, it's like there's there's just um, there's just not that much proof to the contrary. No, I, yeah. And if you can just boil down um, humanity and and understand like how they may have set up religions throughout the years. Oh yeah, for, religion. Yeah, I'm not talking about organized. Religion, well, no, or just religious figures. Yeah. To how they could or, have been mythologized, if you will. Sure. Just oh, um, given yes, a couple couple generations removed from the actual person. Perhaps their message should live on, but they do not need to become a deity. Yeah, I, Ron, I, I agree with you 100%. You know, it's, it's, but it's, it is interesting how people will perceive that. And when I hear people say, um, you know, again, the, this, the horrific tornadoes, well, yeah. God spared me. Well, so what you're saying is God said, not that little 13-year-old girl. No, but no. You, okay. Pick, pick you and choose the winners. Really? That is preposterous. Yeah. Yeah. And from so a deity, from a, going a God... To, yeah. The, yeah, and so in the New Testament, he's all loving, but he's still going to give kids brain tumors? No. Yeah. That doesn't no, jive with I, me. I, yeah. And um, I think it was um, Mitch Album. He was on the Tony Kornheiser Mitch, yeah. podcast just talking about his recent New book book or whatever. Yeah. And um, he was talking about how basically you should probably frame it differently. Like they were taken from you, but like you were given that opportunity to be with, be them, with them in the first place. And, and yeah. maybe you're focusing on the wrong, wrong part. part. Yeah. So it's it, it is all about perspective, and and I always tell people, come on now, think think geologic time. We're sitting here on the tip of the pen in terms of uh, existence, and we've basically only been around a very short amount of time. So just the fact that you were able to be lot, yeah. a person that was just lucky enough to be born in the United States, if you yeah. will, or any kind of democratic country. Yeah. We All the strife yeah. that humanity has had over over the eons, and and we're griping about whatever kind of new law might be put in place by the opposition. Yeah, I, I Ron, I agree with you. I agree with you hundred percent. You know, because again, I when I see I will see Ohio Edison, or I'll see you know electric company or gas company people, and I always like to thank them. Thank you. Know, we're we're I hate to say spoiled. Oh yeah. We're, you know, the, we're if, taking the, a electric, lot of things if the electric granted. goes out for an hour, we're done. It's like oh god, I can't believe what what what's wrong with riots in like, the streets. So three hundred and sixty four day. 364 days, 23 hours of that year, your electricity was on. You know, we are. I mean, again, I hate to say spoiled, but, but we are. We are. We are. Louis C.K. obviously has a big, good joke about trying to uh, use a phone, and you're like, oh, you're mad that it had to go all the way to space and yeah. come back, and it was a little slow? It went to space. Yeah, and, that's right. You know, yeah. It's like, you don't even understand how any of this works, and yet you are so entitled because it's just become ingrained as part of your daily life. I remember the first uh, answering machine that I had. It was a reel-to-reel tape. Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> it was like, I, you know. You got to make that message and everything. Yeah. The, yeah. Your away message. Yeah. It's fun. And it's just, it's, just it's, it's interesting. Interesting how, how things have changed. Everybody assumes. And if you don't, te- I hear this from younger people. If you don't text back within a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 it's it, a it, it's something, Yeah. It's, it's, it's. Well, I follow, um couple of these crazy meme accounts or whatever and one of them is just called the dad and it's all kind of stupid dad stuff and oh, yeah. one of it's them fine. is like uh, I have two email response times it's either 16 seconds or three weeks yeah. that is basically how I operate I'm either going to get 
to it right away, or I'm probably going to forget about it for quite some time, and I apologize yeah. <laughs> in advance. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm terrible sometimes with, with texting back in a timely manner. Yeah, and so, but I appreciate people who, on all, in all walks of life, try to get back more to nature. And if you can't have your own giant homestead, at least understand that we are all sharing the nature that maybe just see the park down the street. Yeah. And uh, it's everything's, uh, you know, that's analog is kind of more important than digital. Yeah, I and agree. things that come from the earth are of the utmost importance. And things that go into the earth, like whether it be pollution or not, are also of equal weight. Right. And we're, and we're again, I hate to say spoiled, but in the community to have Mill Creek Park, I yep. call it Mill Creek Paradise. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I would always refer to, I would tell my wife, you know, I'm going to go for my head clearing hike. Mm-hmm. on the way home and it's interesting because when I would exercise elsewhere I knew it was good for me I know I would have benefit from didn't it feel but my same. head didn't feel as as good yeah. as it did and there's science with that now there really is nature, which and is wonderful it's also a testament to the people and just brilliant minds who are able to create parks like that because I'm growing yeah. up as a kid and I think I'm just going to the forest yeah. well it's not it's a it's a it's a concocted forest. It's one that is made to, you know, evoke as much beauty and response as possible. These are like the descendants of Frederick Law Olmsted who are making these parks. And they're, you see like the old construction photos of just really yeah. clearing land. And, but utilizing the, the topography and the, and the land that was already there to its fullest benefit. And, and, and giving it the most zing for the buck or whatever it was, and, and you, you see the results. It is magnificent. One of the things with the pandemic, as, as horrific as, as it was and how many people lost, and, and it, it was interesting to me how many more people I would see walking in the park or just walking in the neighborhood, just getting out, getting mm-hmm. outside, which was a, is a really good, good thing. Yeah. Uh, again, from a horrible situation but see you know the places i would go to the park there'd be like maybe me and maybe one other at the time i would go a couple other people maybe i would see on the trails that i would and usually would be the same people like, yes and then it would jammed right yeah yeah and uh, you know it was because it was definitely a much safer alternative and also we were sitting there at home you know not working a lot of the time but um the people who unfortunately maybe don't have enough time when they weren't you know sitting at home during the pandemic they weren't able to go out and do that kind of stuff and they just had extra time in their day i hope they were able to continue to have that kind of you know time in their day and and make that time once they went back to work and and they found the benefits because i think a lot of people just just don't have the ability you know it's a busy day it's a busy schedule yeah and again you've got a little one so it's, it's different but the when i hear people today again this is not critical of young people because i hear it from people my i'm so busy i'm so busy doing what yeah i mean you know binging on netflix or I, I, again i understand people are busy with things sure but you've got to it's there's got to be some balance That's you've right. got to take you know oh, i don't have time to exercise okay well you, you there's a cost to not that's right and i just i i'm not sure what people are so busy doing it turns out that you know you find one thing let's say per year that you really enjoy and you add that onto your schedule after you know 10 years you've got yourself a full plate and you don't know how to get out of a lot of them yeah. and uh it's it's 
not the way to be, but like I, I was telling somebody else the other day, a co-worker of mine, it's like every day we are making choices. That's right. Are we sitting in front of the video games with our children and showing them that this is a good way this to pass your time yeah. instead of uh, you. you know cracking open the books and showing them just reading a nice story is fine and quiet time is fine and, um, and times watching. of reflection. And they're learning. They they're really learning are. how you... How, how to behave. Right. And we know that our weaknesses will be perpetuated by those who we raise uh, one way or another. Um, it's tough. You're, you're, you're very philosophical, and I love that. Uh, yet, and I don't want to say analytical, but you look, you know, you're, you observe. And I, I love that about you. And that's got to translate great in the podcast. It does. Um, getting back to the depression and anxiety, um, I was always someone who was sitting on the sidelines and observing. And I, I could get into a spirited conversation every now and then, but it wasn't regular enough. So what was the tipping point? Oh, goodness. I, it's, it's really tough to say, but like at least once I was able to uh, engage a perfect stranger, uh, it was small talk, really. It was like at, at a certain point, I, didn't, I felt like I didn't understand what it meant to be able to just BS with somebody. And you see people who can do it so naturally, you're almost jealous of them. And it is a skill, but when somebody's being completely disingenuous, then it's like the opposite of a skill. It's a hindrance of finding out what they really mean. So there's a balance to that, right? There's a balance of being able to talk about the weather, but then maybe segue into some really heavier beliefs. And um, once I was able to figure out that everyone kind of is really uncomfortable, that, that's really important. Um, even the people who seem like they're not, actually, you know, obviously have their own laundry list of insecurities, it just might not be the elevator chat that you might have so much trouble with. Uh, so, once again, putting things in perspective and um, respecting and appreciating my own knowledge base is, is important. And uh, I, you know, I always like to say that I am either the smartest dumb guy in the world or the dumbest smart guy in the world. Because I hear so many just absolute mouth breathers out there. I'm like, that is literally all you've thought about that? That's as far as you've gone? You've got to be kidding me. You've been on the earth how long and you haven't set aside five seconds to really think this one through? And then I can find myself in the company of someone who I find to be absolutely, or is an actual brilliant person. And then that puts me right back into my place. And I'm like, oh, okay, so there are people who are operating uh, synapses that I will never, ever find. I, I love the experience of, I never thought about it like that. I yeah. still, like I say, I said earlier, you know, my, I, I love. The only way we're going to have that is to. Listen. converse with folks who don't have the exact same value sets as us. You're not going to hear, I never th thought about it from that, from people who have no. always thought about it like that. Yeah. And if you only want, yeah, again, uh, I, not to pile on all with, with the cable news channels, but if you're only watching, you know, I'd like to watch them all yes. for a bit. Sure. Um, I, uh, I, I find pr I have issues with all of them and now even with the BBC sure <laughs> yeah, I still sure. love the BBC I still love the BBC but they're still yeah but I, I have issues <laughs> so there's there is a uh, long standing you know center left media uh, in the nation and, and in developed worlds because that is how we got to be developed because it was a center left thinking that got us all these wonderful um, securities 
and but also all these freedoms within our society. So it's a balance. But like when you see and 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 you people want to put that on a pike and say, well, the only option and the only uh, you know counteraction to that is to go really far right. Well, that's not yeah, exactly that's... fighting fair, and it's a false equivalency. Um, I I have such a problem with Fox News. It's not even funny. Like they're literally, with all of them. <laughs> but they are literally becoming the propaganda network. Um, you saw it last two days ago. Uh, Liz Cheney went before oh, the January sixth yeah. yeah. and read some really unfortunate texts from Fox from, from, News, from Laura Ingram and yeah. Sean Hannity and uh, Brian. Uh, yeah, Kilmead. Yeah. yeah, all these folks who are saying they're trampling our legacy or whatever like they are part of apparently some kind of continuum or cabal that is uh i don't even want to use that word but they're kind of all in on the ride together where they know better and um they're leading a lot of people who don't know better down very dangerous paths uh and then you see that the the response to that was they didn't cover those hearings at all could you imagine like being in a news silo where you are being sheltered from anything that makes you feel uncomfortable about your possible yeah. beliefs. And that's where they're at. At least that's there is accountability on the left where there isn't on the right. Yeah. A See, lot I would, of yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I, I again, I, I hear it on both sides. And I just, I, I, you know, I, I, there was some reporters here from last year from The Guardian. I'm sorry, earlier this year from The Guardian, a newspaper, British newspaper they used it's to love. It's fantastic. They, I, I did not, they want, they had an agenda about what was going on in the Valley. They wanted, they wanted me to, to go after Trump. There's plenty of re- reasons to go after Trump, uh-huh. but it wasn't about the Valley. Yeah. And I had a different take on it. And they filmed for two days here. Uh, never used it because I didn't go. Didn't it, was, it, was, it was clear that they, they wanted me to bash Trump. There's plenty of things to bash yeah. Donald Trump about. Plenty. Well, you looking, you were looking was, to be a but not, player not, there. Not in the, not in the, in this, it, what they were asking, what they, the narrative yeah. wasn't where I, I saw it. I, local responsibility, I was talking about local, some area yeah. regional things. And it was interesting because, uh, and I communicated with him. I mean, the Guardian was there. I was like, oh my God, I, I was thrilled. I had people it's in the, big the Guardian, time, yeah. yeah, and uh, they were interviewing me while I was interviewing. It was it was a great experience. It was interesting because they they are instead of just not using it, they their reason, their rationale to me was, well, we filmed two days, and you had a different shirt on the next day, and it didn't. Look, you know, it's like. Just say that was a cop out. Oh my god! It was yeah. And I was so disappointed because it was the Guardian, and I just you know the it's everything is so agenda driven. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're definitely. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say there definitely has to be um, a a difference between news and opinion, and um, sometimes you can't just give equal weight to everything. Yeah, I. I don't know. How can people hear your podcast? We've got links up at WFMJ and Louis Free Show. But the best way is obviously going to the Facebooks. Everybody's on the Facebooks nowadays, and it's the best way to grow the podcast because you share it with people that you know. So it's on Facebook at the Mahoney or Mahoney Valley Daily Podcast. But we're also on 
iTunes and all the other places you all get those. the audio versions. Yeah. But you'll miss out on all that sweet video footage when I do interviews because I like to have everybody's face on there for people to see. There you go. Some people don't want to see. My, they, I don't, don't want to see my own, own but it's just want obligatory. <laughs> you'll come back soon. Absolutely. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Ron, I appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you so man. much. You're a wonderful young man. Thanks. I'll be back. All right. Is your breakfast putting you back to sleep? Wake up to a tasty breakfast bagel at McDonald's. Try a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel, savory steak, egg, and cheese bagel, or a mouth-watering sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. Add any size premium roast hot coffee for just 99 cents. Deal available only on the McDonald's mobile app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. 